You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's a Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money with Brenthurst Wealth. And this week I'm speaking to Sonia Duplessis from Brenthurst Wealth. And you sent me a nice piece yesterday, Sonia. It's a piece that you, I think, was on another website a couple of months ago. And it says here, over the decades, more South Africans have been afforded opportunities to live and work abroad often through country-specific initiatives or the desire to experience different lifestyles and having the means to do so. Investing or buying assets, you go on to say, offshore, has also been less of a drag. What has, however, become more complicated is estate planning around both local and offshore assets for South African residents. Assets within a deceased estate of South African tax residents may be subject to estate taxes or an equivalent type of tax in the jurisdiction where those assets are located or sourced. Yes, immediately it becomes complicated. Why did you write this piece? What was the motivation for it, first of all? Um, Hello, Lindsay, and hello to your listeners. Thank you. The the motivation behind it, Lindsay, is, you know, we we, we come across these type of scenarios quite frequently these days. And, um, you know, we often get this question sort of in the line of, of, of what you what you just read, you know, of, of South Africans inheriting money, money or assets offshore, what should they do? Yes. Um, and, you know, with that coming more and more across our desks, um, you know, we have to deal with it more often um, these days. And but Lindsay, if you look at it from if we if we take a step back, if we look at it from the beneficiary side, so say for example, you in the in the in the position where you've inherited a property offshore, the first thing that you have to do is you have to declare it to SAB. So South African Reserve Bank needs to know that you've inherited, um, you know, an investment or a property offshore, and you have to make that declaration through an authorized dealer. Now, usually an authorised dealer is a bank. Um, you can also do it through Brentist Wealth. We can assist you with that. Um, or you can go to your local bank. And very importantly, it, you have to do that within 30 days. So once you've done that declaration, um, you know, you can move on with the next step and and do the other planning. Like, for example, do you want to sell the property, property offshore do you want to get rid of the investment offshore? What and what implications are around that? So the first thing that you have to do is you have to make a declaration to Saab and you have to do it within 30 days. So the other thing that also pops up quite often is, for example, if you inherit a property situated in the UK or the US or any other country, you have to ask yourself the question, will the asset be taxed in that country? And in South Africa, that's now, for example, if the person that passed away is a South African that owned a property in another country. So there might be a situation where the asset is taxed in the other country as well as South African. Um, A lot of the times, if it's a developed world like the UK or the US, we have double taxation agreements in place. So then, you know, then it's not tax double. So there's many things to take into consideration, um, status, tax, estate duty, and very, very important that if you are a beneficiary of a 
property or an investment that you inherited that you go and see someone that you know that's knowledgeable and and knows about um, the ins and outs of inheriting or of um, acquiring that asset. Okay, so let's have a practical example now because that's the best way that I can understand things. Somebody 25 years ago was lucky enough to buy property in London, for example, and um, that person has now uh, passed away, so has, has passed on that property to his or her son or daughter, all right? And the yes. son or daughter yeah. is sitting in South Africa, a South African citizen, paying South African taxes, etc. Yeah. What happens? I mean, uh, let's go through the various scenarios. The person, the first scenario, number one, one, that person wants to keep the property. How does it work? Yeah, so the person who passed away, if we assume that person was also South African, yes, then yeah, so then um, that's where the, the, the thing comes into play where you are taxed on your worldwide assets. So that asset will be taxed in the person who passed away as a state. Um, and where did you say in the UK as yes. well as in the UK? Yes, but there are double taxation agreements between between South Africa and the UK and um, will only be taxed in the UK but an, and an amount will be deducted then from his estate duty in South Africa. So he won't be taxed double. And then in his will, if he said that the property must go to his child, um, then the child must make a declaration. So the beneficiary has to declare the asset that he is about to inherit at Saab, South African Reserve Bank, must do that within 30 days and then start with a planning after that. So does he or she want to keep the property offshore or, you know, want to sell it? Um, or if it's an investment, you know, where do they move that to? So that's that's the long and the short of it. Yeah, yeah. Let's say the second scenario, the person doesn't want a house in London and the house prices are you know, pretty good, yeah. so they want, they want to sell it. So they decide... Uh, having been bequeathed this property in the will of their parent or whoever it was, uh, that they want to sell it, then I would imagine it gets quite complicated. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say complicated. You know, it's, it's, uh, a lot of the time people don't want to keep fixed property. And in the times that we are now, especially now, that, you know, it's more often people just prefer having liquid assets as opposed to something fixed in in brick and mortar. So a lot of people tend to sell the, the fixed assets. And then um, in the times that we are also in now, with the South African market being not that great, you know, you ideally want to keep the, the, the money in hard currency. So sell the property, but keep it in, in dollars or in pounds. Yes. And then from there on, invest it. Um, you've obviously declared the money to Saab, so they know that you've got the money offshore and they are happy that you keep it offshore. Um, and then you've got many options to, to invest those pounds. Um, and then from there on, the next step would be how, what would be for that child, you know, what, what would be the most tax efficient investment vehicle um, to, to, to invest these pounds in. And Lindsay, there are also many different investment vehicles. I think we, we have also discussed it a bit on your, your program before. Mm. But one of the one of the very nice investment vehicles for a South African um, is offshore endowments. So the money is in hard currency offshore in an endowment product, but you can nominate beneficiaries on there. So one day when the 
child passes away, again, money can flow quite easily to beneficiaries. Or that child can decide to open up the investment in two names. Um, you know, so when the child passes away, again, money can just fall over to the other account holder. Or if the child wants to keep it just in his or her name, then, you know, it might have to, to, to set up an offshore will to deal with that asset when he or she passes away again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it's, it, it, it's, it, it doesn't have to be com- complicated, but I think the main thing is that people must realize that if there's offshore assets in an estate, you know, you have to go see someone knowledgeable and you, you must know what will happen to this asset one day when I pass away. Okay, good. Now, at the end of the article that you wrote, it says here, financial advisors like Brentes Wealth can assist with such an application, and you're talking about to the yeah. South African Reserve Bank, because even what you've just said, I mean, a lot of people are not going to have the time to go through what, you're, what you've just said, so just hand it over to you. That's the best thing. Hand it over to the experts. And my final question is, have you had more and more of these inquiries from from clients or Mm. potential clients because as i said it's been 25 years plus into democracy but people have been moving out of of south africa and and therefore this this inheritance issue of overseas assets is probably becoming more and more prevalent for you yes yeah no south africans can't just keep everything locally anymore Mm. um and almost you know a lot of people have offshore assets, a lot of people have got family members offshore. So it is something that we have to deal with quite frequently and it's going to to become more part of what we do much more um, and we'll have to deal with it a, a lot more. But it, it doesn't have to be a scary thing. It doesn't have to be something that you feel that you, you're quite lost in, but you have to make sure that if you invest offshore, you have to ask the questions what will happen to this money one day when I pass away? Do I need an offshore will? Can my local will look after it? Um, do I maybe need to look at another investment product offshore that, that can assist with passing on this asset to my beneficiaries one day? So it is definitely something that we have to look at. And owning, if you have offshore investments, it doesn't mean that you need an offshore will. So that's also just something that, people must realize. So it's not everyone needs an offshore world who has offshore investments or offshore property. All I can say is, Sonia, with you at the helm as head of Brentos Wealth in Mm -hmm. Stellenbosch, it's going to be very easy anyway, and that's the best way to do it. Just go to you or one of your colleagues. (laughs) Sonia, thank you very much for your time. As always, that's Sonia Duplessis from Brentos Wealth. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.